We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unifydhealing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Hey everyone, welcome to the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Thursday, it's August 31st, it is 2023. We have a three-game baseball slate to talk about here on today's podcast. Pretty straightforward, short slate, and um, a lot of different ways to potentially approach this slate. So, be interesting to break these games down. We have some top-end pitching in tough spots, and then we have some pitching that I mean, they're very interesting spots. So we'll talk about it, break it down here. Going to be a pretty short podcast. Riding solo today, only three games. Didn't even go live on YouTube, but be back live on YouTube Friday night or Thursday night for Friday slate. So make sure you turn on those notifications over there on the Rotor Grinders Morning Grind YouTube page. That way you know right when we go live each and every time. Let's get into it. Like I said, pretty pretty small podcast today just breaking down these games and um yeah getting out of here next thursday we'll be uh we'll have a football podcast on top of the baseball podcast uh, with nfl right around the corner so uh pump for that miami at washington eight and a half total 
Marlins a 175 favorite um, add-on against Garrett. We got Braxton Garrett. He's 8,200. Washington is a better offense against left-handed pitching for sure. But when we're looking at the slate, I think I'm willing to roll the dice a little bit here on Garrett. I mean, this game should be one of the lower scoring games that we have on the slate. So Washington is a team that I don't typically play a lot of left-handed pitching against. So like if, if Braxton Garrett's going to be like uber chalk, I could potentially see getting off of him in this spot. But I think that at 8,200, it's a really fair price tag. I think you could go out and have a, a solid outing. And I mean, at this price, it's all kind of what you're hoping for here. So don't mind Braxton Garrett at 82 against Washington. Hopefully just kind of limiting the damage and, you know, getting a few strikeouts along the way. Um, John Adon in the other side of this game, 5,400. He's extremely cheap. Uh, Solaire's banged up right now. We'll see if he's back in the lineup. He missed Wednesday's lineup. Dealing with like a hip injury, um, and it happened on a swing. Never what you want to see. So, um, I mean, that is a potential downgrade to this lineup for Miami. You know, obviously Jazz, Berger, they're they're still both solid hitters. Uh, Bell. So, I mean, when we're looking at add-on on the season, he's not someone we typically play. He's not a huge strikeout guy. You know, he's around 21% on the season. So, even looking at recently, he's sitting around 21%. He doesn't walk people. He does a great job limiting power to right-handed hitters, which, I mean, a lot of the power in this lineup is right-handed. So, I think if he can kind of get through, like, Jazz and potentially, like, Josh Bell, he could have a, a really solid outing here. So, I don't hate it. I, I mean, I like the price tag a lot. Like, if you're if you're going to pay up for Spencer Strider on this slate, I think that add-on makes a lot of sense. And um, there's obviously some bats that we're going to talk about. Uh, Miami bats. I have a ton of interest here in Sanchez. He's 2,800. When add-on does struggle, it's definitely with left-handed hitters. I think this is a great spot. I have a ton of interest in Jazz as well. He's just a lot more expensive. Um, so Sanchez and Jazz. I can see myself using like 3-3-2 type stacks today. Still trying to correlate some stacks a little bit. On this three-game slate. On the Washington side, you know, Garrett is someone I usually like to play, but he's been out. Um, and then Lane Thomas left the game early on Wednesday. So if he's out of the lineup too, those are like two of the right-handed hitters I really like to play for Washington. Uh, Ruiz, if he draws a start here, I don't mind him as a, a cheap catcher. And then just kind of looking for some cheap bats, potentially against Garrett. Um like Kaboom, maybe Kaboom at 3,100, I think is okay, but not going out of my way to play Washington bats today. Like I said, Braxton Garrett, I think is, is a fine option. I will say like, it is a three game slate. So if Garrett gets a ton of ownership here, we can easily leverage stack a Washington stack on a three game slate. I'd still think I'd be like a four-man stack and still try to get like a top-end offense like San Diego or something on the slate. But I, I could see myself, um, you know, getting in some leverage, leverage stacks here. Up next, we got San Francisco at San Diego. Sounds like it's going to be like a bullpen type of game. Manaya and somebody else kind of working for San Francisco. And then Pedro uh, Villalia 
pitching for San Diego in this one is kind of what it, it looks like. Um, I don't have a ton of interest in either one of these pitchers. Shamanaya at 5K, he can get some strikeouts here for sure, but I have a lot more interest in the San Diego bats than I do in Manaya. You know, just kind of looking at like his pitch count, how he doesn't really go deep into games. He does have a ton of strikeout stuff, but he also gives up a lot of power to right-handed hitters, and they're going to have plenty of righties in the San Diego lineup. Kim Machado, Tatis, Xander Bogart, Garrett Cooper. The other side here, um, Avilia, he's cheap at 6,300. He's just not great. <laughs> I mean, um, just kind of, you know, just one of these guys that I really don't expect to pitch too deep into the game. Has decent strikeout stuff, especially against like right handed hitters. Um, the Giants platoon a lot. So I do think he'll get like four or five lefties in this lineup they're dealing with a couple injuries so maybe not that many i think that if garrett if garrett gets a lot of ownership i could see myself or like add-on gets a ton of ownership i could see myself maybe playing avilia here um and taking some shots on him overall but i don't have a ton of interest I think he's viable on this slate, but I like the bats just overall on today's slate. I mean, on the the San Francisco side of things, some of these lefties I think are in play. You know, Jock Peterson, I think he's in a good spot. <laughs> um, I don't necessarily love Lamont Wade just because you got to play him at first base. So unless you're playing on FanDuel, I don't love him. Um, Yaz, I think, is someone you could take some shots on here. He just came back. Um, from a hamstring injury he's extremely cheap and should have a, a really decent lineup spot maybe fifth or sixth year so a lot of my interest is going to be jack peterson and yaz um, meckler maybe way meckler if he cracks the lineup he's really cheap but i don't know how much necessarily going to need the money um on this slate as far as san diego goes i think they're the top stack on the slate tatis machado kim bogarts um all fantastic options don't mind lefty-lefty with Soto because we don't expect um, Manaya to pitch really deep into this game. Cooper is a cheap first baseman with some power upside. I don't hate that. So I think San Diego, like I said, I think San Diego is the top stack on today's slate. We finish it out with potentially what we're going to see here in the playoffs very soon. Atlanta at LA taking on the Dodgers. This is going to be a fun series. Um we got Strider and Lance Lynn facing off against each other. Spencer Strider, um, obviously, he's expensive. We know what we're getting from him. He's going to likely give up a couple runs, but he's going to go out and he's going to strike out a lot of hitters. I mean, he's the top pitcher on the slate. You know, three-game slate with Spencer Strider, how can we not play him? Um, even in a tough matchup against the Dodgers, I think he's the top pitcher today. So, love this spot because I hope that people overthink this. Um like you don't necessarily want to play him um, for what it's worth, but Dodgers are a great offense. They're going to throw a lot of lefties at him, but Strider is the most elite strikeout pitcher we have in baseball this season and just continues to strike out both sides. I mean, he has a 38% K rate on the season. His swinging strike rate sitting at almost 20%. He's just, he's having a phenomenal year and he has a ton of ceiling. So like Strider, a lot. 
Lance Lynn on the other side of this game. I mean, I think that Atlanta is in a great spot against Lance Lynn. Lance Lynn can get the job done. Um, talked about it a little bit last time going up against Boston. He's kind of changed up his pitch, pitch mix a little bit. Oh no, I I always struggle with saying pitch mix. Anybody <laughs> that's listened for a long time, um, they're probably like, "Yeah, you do." Um, it doesn't make any sense, but hey, it happens. It happens to the best of us. So, um, yeah. So just kind of looking at this overall, I think that I don't want to play Lance Lynn. If you're playing 150 teams, I think you're getting exposure to pretty much all these pitchers. Um, but I mean, overall for me, um, I don't really have any interest. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think so. I don't think I'm gonna play Lanson today. I like the Braves. Um, you know, obviously they're coming off of a series in cores. They're still somewhat priced up but not anything close to what they were here. Um, I don't know if you'll be able to get Braves and Strider. I think that's something that kind of stinks. Um, but yeah, a ton of interest in Olsen for sure. Um, love lefties against Lance Lynn. Michael Harris, he, he won't be in a good lineup spot, so lo- love that potential there as well. Um, Rosario should crack the lineup. He's in a good spot. Ozzy Albies against right-handed pitching has been phenomenal this season. So, yeah, I mean, there's just no cracks in this lineup. This team is just good from top to bottom, and it's just a tough spot for Lance Lynn. Dodgers, I mean, chasing some home runs I don't think is the craziest things here. Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, uh, Max Muncie, Outman, just chasing home runs against Strider. Don't think this is a spot that I would necessarily stack. I don't think it's crazy either uh, because, I mean, Strider is going to be very popular um, on a three-game slate. So even, I mean, I would assume he's going to be very popular on a three-game slate. So, yeah, just overall, I think that I don't have a ton of interest in the Dodgers. I mean, the straight, like I said, the slate, probably a single-entry slate for me. I'll probably make a Strider either Garrett or add-on team. I like the idea of going like Strider add-on and, you know, still being able to get some Atlanta and San Diego. Maybe mix in a couple uh, Miami bats. So, I mean, that's, I mean, it's probably going to be the chalkier build, um, but I just don't see a ton of ways to get different on the slate. So it's not my favorite slate. You said probably a single entry slate. Definitely hit up the the Pickham streets on this slate because I mean I think we'll be able to find some value on the Pickham streets here. So that's it. Like I said, pretty pretty small, straightforward podcast today. Um, yeah. So I had a couple questions. Um, we used to hear Arizona referred to as Coors Light. Uh, they put a um, humidifier or something like that. What was it? Hold on. They put something to... Humidor? I think it was a humidor. 
Yeah. It was like a humidor. I mean, you can find a ton of articles on it. Um, but yeah, so that's why it's not referred to as much. Um, when the roof is open in Arizona, like early on in the year, you know, we talk about it a lot. When the roof is open in Arizona, um, the humidor doesn't work as much. And um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's why. So, uh, do you keep track of the morning grind game pick results? No, <laughs> no. I always make jokes that I do, um, but no, I don't. Um, I write most of them down, depending on like if I'm doing if I have a notebook next to me, and I'm doing picks. And um, most of the time, I'll bring my notebook in here if I'm if I do research out um, in like the living room or something before a podcast. But uh, most of the time if I'm sitting here and I'm doing my research on, on my Mac when I'm before the podcast, I just, I have some notepads up on my computer. So no, I don't, I don't keep track of the morning grind game results. Um, that's it. We'll be back tomorrow. We have a nice little Friday slate. I think it's will with us on Friday. Will or Keith, I think, um, I, I don't remember off the top of my head, but Hope everyone has a fantastic Thursday and we'll be back tomorrow. Good luck. We'll see you then.